Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This week we're talking about Whiplash, which came out in 2014, uh, directed by Damien Chazelle. Um, it stars Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. And spoiler, we are very into this film. I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Five, six, and. I want to be great. And you're not. We got Buddy Rich here. Little trouble there. You're rushing. Here we go. Five, six, and. Were you rushing or were you dragging? I, I don't know. If you deliberately sabotage my band, I will gut you like a pig. Oh, my dear God. Are you one of those single-tier people? You are a worthless pansy ass who is now weeping and slobbering all over my drum set like a nine-year-old girl. Okay. Hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Whiplash. Yes. You rewatched this film last night? I did. This week? Um, okay, so we haven't discussed this at all, other than we first saw this film in the cinema together. Do together, you remember I, this? I remember, no, I remember. Yeah, I think mm. it was in that cinema in Ken... The cinema might not be there anymore in Kensington. I don't know. I have a weird memory of that. Um, all right, go on, you rewatched it. What did you, what did you think? I thought it was absolutely wonderful. I mean, good. I didn't remember it being that good. Oh, no, I I remember watching it and coming out and both of us going, wow, that yes. was amazing. Yes, no, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And then I suddenly got worried you were going to rewatch it and go, oh, I did change my mind, I didn't like no, it. No, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was better than whatever Even it was better. I thought before, which I remember liking it, but I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, no. What I... won the Oscar that year? So, let's have a look. Whiplash did not win the Oscar. So somebody whose name I can't pronounce, and I'm going to pronounce this all wrong, but it was the year that Birdman came out. Did you well, see Birdman? Yes. Not, not. I mean, I'm afraid I preferred Whiplash. Yeah, me too. The director of Birdman is called... Alexander Inarritu. I know him. Oh, there you go. Alexander Inarritu. Uh, so Birdman won Best Picture. Yeah. Whiplash was nominated for yeah. Best Picture. Whiplash was up for five. Best Picture didn't win. Best Supporting Actor, he won. Who, which was... J.K. Simmons. He was just brilliant. Just, Why did he not win the Best Actor? Oh, well, because Miles Teller is the actor. He's Supporting well, Actor. Well, I... Yeah, well, when I they, just, they put them up for which category, don't they? And Miles Teller yes. is in every scene. And, I and just thought... Jake, I thought they were both He was brilliant. phenomenal. Uh, it was in the category of Best Adapted Screenplay. Because... Because... He made a, sh- it so a short. So how he got it funded? He made it he, into a he short. He made it for a short, which went to Sundance. Yeah. And was very successful. And was really successful. Mm. I've watched the short. It's really good. Yeah. Um, but it's still, you know, you think of Best Adapted as being from a book. It's, he wrote the feature first, and they said make it into yes. a short as a proof of concept. What and won the best screenplay? The normal best screenplay. I don't know. But Best Adapted Screenplay went to The Imitation Game. 
well. Do you remember that film? Actually, I like that film. I think I was asked to do it. I like that, so that film. Is that the one about Turing? It was Kieran Knightley. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a very good script. I quite like that film. Yeah. Um, it didn't win that. It won Best Sound Mixing and it won Best Editing. Well, fair enough. Fair but enough. But it was, it was even better than that. It was even better than that. And, um, and he wasn't nominated for... Well, that was... Best. That was a mistake because his direction is brilliant. It's just breathtakingly, mm. it's yeah. breathtakingly good. Mm. Alexandra, go and say his name, Inaritu. Inaritu. Well, he's a good director, though. Personally, I prefer Birdman. the Mexican films. No, I. Everyone was very impressed with Birdman that it would look like it was it was all one shot, wasn't it? But it wasn't it, all yes. one shot. No, no, no. Um, a lot of tricks. Mm. And it was the year Boyhood came out. Richard Linklater got nominated. I, I never saw I that. I didn't like Boyhood. Never Frankie, saw. Frankie, my brother, loved Boyhood like I've never seen anyone love. Well, a he's film. a boy, so maybe boy. he was. Maybe he knew something that we didn't know. Uh, Wes Anderson was nominated for the Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, the man who made the Imitation Game, whose name I again can't pronounce, Morton Tildum, don't know, uh, was nominated. And our favourite director of uh, Moneyball, Bennett Miller, was nominated for Foxcatcher. But we didn't, yes. we didn't love Foxcatcher. I, I never got through Foxcatcher. Um, oh, I shouldn't say that, that's a terrible thing. I didn't, I didn't love Foxcatcher mm-hmm. as much as Moneyball. Um, no, so yeah, so so Damien Chazelle was a drummer, was a jazz musician. He, w- he went to college. Yeah, and, and it's and based had on that experience. Well, he had a mean, he had, had a, a mean, mean teacher. teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so he'd written. Have you seen La La Land? I, I have, know. but I'm eighty, so yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't um, get a lot. It wasn't, it wasn't for eighty-year-olds. So. Yeah, so he. He did you love my La La Land? I like La La Land. I yeah, do. No, I really do. Um, so he'd wanted to make La La Land, couldn't get that made, yes. or couldn't even sort of figure out how to get the script, and then was like, "Oh well, I'll just start writing something else about myself and my yes. experiences," and then started writing Whiplash, um, uh, and then they made a short of it that was. Yeah, I I looked at the short. It's mm. not Miles Teller, but it is J.K. Simmons. Oh, Simmons was in the short. He was in the short. Who played um, the drummer in the short? So his name is also something Simmons, Johnny Simmons, and he's good. He has the same. He does have a similar essence to Miles Teller. They have a Miles Teller's better. He's great, Miles Teller in this oh, film. Oh, fantastic! Isn't he? And he learned to drum, I presume. I presume. I mean, he I don't see drum. how you could fake it. Yeah. Or it, what I saw, I couldn't see faking. So before this film, he'd only been in... He was in a film I haven't seen called Rabbit Hole with Nicole Kidman. And they sort of found him and put him in that. It's directed by... um, What's that man called? Philip... Kaufman. No. The Australian. Yes. Phil Noyce. Yes. It's about... Is that the one about the rabbit fence? Oh, is it rabbit fence? No. There is is a film... Nicole Kidman. No, Nicole. Phil Noyce didn't make it. Anyway, okay. I can't remember. So they'd found him and put him in that, which is what Damien Chazelle... Well, you mean he's, he's Australian? Miles Teller, no. Um, although, yeah, I can see Nicole Kidman and yeah. Philip Noyce yeah. are Australian. Mm. Um, and so they'd found him and put it in that, which Damien Chazelle saw when he was writing Whiplash and was like, oh, I want that kid to be in my film. Yes. Um, and then he was in this film called The Spectacular Now, which I love. It's a teen. Never, it's a, I've never heard of it. No, I don't think. I, and have I, you seen I don't think it's the, the one about Neil Armstrong? 
Yes, first man. Any good? It's my least favourite of the three. Um, uh, it was my least favourite of the three. But when he turned up with Whiplash, did people... Just go, just, oh my God. Yeah, this I mean, is it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, no, it really is. To have known that much at that age, it's fantastic. It's psychologically so acute. It's, I mean, I was just... Dazzled. Gobsmacked. Yeah. Mm. Um, he so he did so he wasn't even nominated for best director for that, but he he won it for La La Land. The yes. next, however many yes. years later, and he's the youngest person to ever win it. He was thirty two, which, as we know, was my not my most favorite film. Um, uh, it was not your favorite film. No, I did like La La Land, but in a completely different. I didn't think, oh my god, this is Whiplash. You really do. Yes, go, you just this sit just... there in complete. I mean, I was just amazed by it. It's got such control. Yeah. Well, of course, the editor won the prize. Yeah. It, it's very, very controlled. It's very, very precise. It's very, very effective. What he's trying to do, he does. Yeah. I thought it was just unbelievable. I mean, well, I mean, I suppose Spielberg's debut. Although Spielberg's debut wasn't so sensational. It took three or four films before he made one that was really sensational. What, Jaws. what Jaws. did he make first? Not Jaws. He made a film called Duel, which is very, very good. And he made another one called... Oh, oh, was it about the car chase? About the Jewel car. Is the, Jewel is the car chase. No, Jewel is where he's being chased by... He in a car is being chased by a man in a truck. But then he made another film, which was very good. But then he made Jaws. Which and is Jaws was fantastic. Spectacular. Mm. It's that, yeah, in Whiplash, you just are on the edge of your seat. And I do remember that seeing yeah. it in the cinema, mm. just being like, I felt like I couldn't breathe for yes, two no, 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 it has not even tremendous dress. tension from the opening shot. Yeah. And it never lets you off it. It never lets you never off it. Never eases up. And then that last... That then the last, last solo is so incredible. 20 oh. minutes mm. or whatever, you just yes. can't... You yes. just can't believe it's happening. Yes. Um, so, at the heart of the film, it is asking the question... Um, do we have to suffer to make great art? Um, what's or like what's more important, being happy or being great, or being nice, or being nice? Yeah, yeah. well, from yeah. both of them, because you're going the Miles Miles Teller character. You sort of want to go, you know, he he he, just drop it, just leave it, just go and have your nice little girlfriend and have some pizza yes. and have. She's a nice rather time. good, the girl. Yeah, I think there's a I think there's a general consensus that. Maybe in La La Land that was the thing as well. There was a slight controversy that it was that Emma Stone was very much the kind of secondary that he doesn't quite explore women in a well, in a, all sorts <laughs> with particular depth. Yes, I normally say, and I know because I heard myself say it the other day that I don't, I absolutely categorically cannot engage with a film where there are no female characters, and yet I did think, oh, this film. I was 100% engaged in a very male story. So what are the films you're thinking of when you say that? Well, just generally, just films. I mean, definitely... You mean people in the army? People in the army and fighty action car Cowboy films? Cowboy films, absolutely not. Cowboy films. James Bond films? James Bond, nope. Won't do it. Not in. Um, Yeah, and yet for some reason this... It is quite macho. It's sort of like... Very, a, very macho. It's very, very macho. macho. Mm. And it's like a sports movie in that, yes. you know... Well, it's competitive. It's compa- And he kind of has the down moment and then he makes the triumphant yes. comeback. Yes. No, no, no. Um, but so yeah... in that sense, you'd say it was a sort of formula film. I mean, he follows a formula. He follows he a formula. So brilliantly that... Uh, 
you're happy to go along with it. Do you think that's because he so clearly loves jazz music and knows what he's doing? Well, he knows... knew what he was talking about. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that he was a jazz scholar or whatever it is, but he knew what he was talking about. I mean, it was, you know, someone who knew who knew their job very He knew the music world very well. Yeah. And, but also... Uh, and, and J.K. Simmons... Was just... There's a scene where he plays the piano. And you think, well, it looks to me as though he's playing the piano. Playing jazz piano. And it's very, very convincing. And you think, well, he... And also... But also the conducting that Simmons did was fantastic. I mean, I don't know anything about conducting, but I completely believed in it. In other words, the level of credibility... So, in the film was yeah. very very high there's probably some jazz musician out there going well actually <laughs> well I've never heard to us <clears throat> um, uh, and I didn't know that drumming had such a sort of shape to it had such musicality to it yeah you know when the drummers we'd think it was bo- we'd probably go oh well it was just boring it's just hitting a drum no well you just you know you see the drummer drumming along and you think well that's Ringo or whatever you think yeah. well that's fine but this man was making notes on the sheet music and it was very, very complicated. What, and he, he was being given a hard time by Simmons because he couldn't get things right. I didn't know right or wrong entered into it. Yeah. But so as in, when you, even if you hadn't known that Damien Chazelle was a drummer, you go to come up with the concept of this film, you'd have to understand that drumming could be that well once you once you say it you think oh i see yeah i mean i didn't know he was a drummer i you know i didn't know anything i don't even i don't know if he was definitely a drummer but he was a jazz musician no he was a drummer you just thought this chap knows what he's talking about and it's done with on such a high level of skill and commitment you know you just you didn't there weren't doubt never entered into it Mm-hmm. It was a really brilliant film. I mean, all films should be all made films on that be level. That good. Yeah, and it was. It's a tight a hundred minutes. I think it's an hour forty. Well, that gets points in my book. Yeah, me too. Me too. Absolutely. Mm. Um, yeah. So at the end, it's slightly ambiguous as to. I mean, the message, but kind of his perspective on the the idea of well, is, I, it, is it better to be what you it, call ambiguous? I would say it was morally complex. It's morally complex. In other words, you know, this man is behaving so dreadfully. Then you hear the story about the boy killing himself, mm-hmm. and then um, our hero, the drummer, he won't testify against him. Mm-hmm. He said, "You know, he won't sign the yeah. letter that." But then, J, uh, right at the end, J.K. Simmons says, "It was you who did it." So presumably, it was him. He who does te- do it. Who yeah. testified against um, the sweet, sweet dad? Oh, it was the dad. No, no, no. Doesn't the, the dad the, persuade the, him? The to boy. Do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but the dad who, persuades the boy him who to testified it. against him. So it was very complex. It wasn't. It didn't go for the simple line at all. No, but also there's definitely an argument that. All of Fletcher, J.K. Yeah. Simmons's um, bullying and horrible tactics paid off in that he in was that a he, great. He was a great. He, he became, he a, became great a great drummer. drummer. Yeah. Yes, and 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 so anyway, Simmons, you know, he gives a reason. Look, I did, I did it for these reasons. I did it for the same reasons that Charlie Parker became such a great player. You know that, in other words, whatever you call it now, tough love or tough love. Yes, I mean he had his, he had his reason for doing it. It was shockingly violent. I 
Personally, I'm not an advocate of tough love. I personally... Oh, I thought you liked it. No, I can feel how I respond so much better to encouragement. Yes. If someone tells me I've done something good, I yeah. want to do no, more. No, no. I understand. But some can. people really some people really do. You tell them no and they're rubbish and it makes them well, go... It's a, it's, you know, it's a larger question. Yeah. I was brought up at the Royal Court Theatre, which was like the Borgias. They were very, very... They were tough love. They were very, no, they were very, very tough. Yeah, so you would say it served you well. I don't know. It just seemed very, very brutal and um, fiercely critical. And you hear about things nowadays and think, well, it, things that things worse than that went on at the Royal Court. Yeah, but do you think now, however many years later, do you look back on that and go, oh, it was good because that made me work really fucking hard? No, Lindsay was a very tough critic and could be very, very brutal. Lindsay, he, just Lindsay, for our Lin- listeners. Sorry, apologies. <laughs> Lindsay Anderson was very tough and could be very frightening and, you know, could be quite brutal. But I always appreciated his values, so I put up with it. Nowadays, now if you open your mouth, you know, the crew... No, are, I know. The, I'm terrified of the crew. That I'm, you know, I'm astonished I haven't been cancelled yet. <laughs> yeah, but I can look back on my life and think of times where someone's been tough love yeah. and I think I don't think that I do, it, it makes me feel the opposite of oh but that was good because that made me want to do things no, right and work harder I think if you'd done that in a nicer way and explained that to me nicely yes. I would be more well, successful I think as a human it's you know it's both I do think people behave better now, or they don't behave as unpleasant as they used to you can get good results without throwing chairs at people's heads yes um, I hope that's right. I hope. I hope that. That's I'm less a hundred percent convinced. Um, uh, no, I really do. I'm not even. Yes, not no, even just in right. a like everyone should be nice way. I mm. really do. Mm. Um, so Damien Chazelle said on the on the matter, I do believe in pushing yourself. Yes. Practicing music, he says, shouldn't be fun because you're supposed to be hammering away at your flaws. If every single thing is enjoyable, then you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Is probably how I feel. But this movie takes it to an extreme that I do not condone. Um, you know, bit of bit of middle, bit of middle ground, yes, absolutely, bit of middle ground. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely a case. I don't find that or, the films I've made, which haven't been much fun. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Generally aren't the Aren't best. as good. Aren't as good. That's no. what I think. And well, things the, that are great, the, you can see the people see enjoying the, the themselves. And, and the love that's going yeah. on inside them. Yes. I can't 
really, I guess maybe like Hitchcock films where didn't he used to terrorize them? He didn't terrorize. He them. didn't terrorize them. I'm very sorry, but but in my head, I think things are things are general. Maybe I'm being naive and idealistic, but things are better when everyone's having a good time and working yes, together and that, encouraging. Yes, but that isn't. I mean, Hitchcock knew what he wanted to do, and he said once said, "Well, if I'd tried to make these films without Jimmy Stewart." They wouldn't have made sense. The actor had to sort of slightly do what he was told. Yeah, do what they're told. But I, but doubt you can... they, I doubt if they were asked to do stupid things. No, but you can you can ask people to do things nicely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, you don't need to have actors terrified. Um, uh, and do we think that so the Miles Teller character, he also was sort of this word unlikable. But he definitely... Well, he was an oddball, wasn't he? He was an oddball, but also he could be on the date with the girl. He's rude. He's rude when he... Says... When he sort of explains to her about jazz music and sort of why did you go to that college, he's quite condescending. um, And you imagine, oh, if I met this person at college, I'd think... You know, yeah. you think you're sort of above us all and you're interested in great art. And you well, think he was we're as good as there. Buddy Rich, so I guess he was above us all. Yeah, but it, it's just that it was, it's interesting in that way where you go, oh, he's not the kind of sympathetic. Yes. We kind of don't like him either. Well, he's tough with himself, isn't he? He's tough with himself. And you do sort of sometimes just want to go, oh, just relax. Yes. Why does she turn him down at the end when he rings her up? Because he's been... He's been horrible he's to her. He's been horrible to her, yeah. and he doesn't deserve to have... But you could, of course, when he says, listen, I can't go on with this because I'll, it'll end up with me being horrible to you and you'll leave your want yeah. to go. I mean, isn't that also a rather nice thing to do? It is a nice thing to do, but there's something about his entire attitude towards her that's slightly condescending. I mean, I can see that he's self-obsessed. He's complete. He's self-obsessed. Yes, that's not. But also that thing of people, you know. I mean, I probably do it sometimes. Like the, the the things that you value. If somebody else, I guess he he doesn't need her to love jazz music as well, but he needs her to love something as much as he loves jazz music. And if she doesn't, then she's kind of her life is frivolous. Well, well they might be an unsuitable couple if that's what you meaningless. mean. Meaningless. Yeah, but he thinks he's super- he sees himself as slightly superior because he has a passion and I he's didn't working. Terribly feel- I just thought he can't control this feelings he has for his for his music and for jazz. Well, you you are more patient with this um with this rude boy. Yes. Didn't seem um, to be very very rude. No, but it's just that attitude of oh you slightly I mean, I could see she's not working towards anything. She doesn't have a purpose in life. She doesn't have a goal the Mm. way you do, and you see that as well. That makes him rather fortunate. I mean, the world he walked into in college was absolutely brutal. Yeah, those other drummers, the sort of you know, there were three of them, weren't there? Yeah, competing. They weren't terribly nice to him. No, they were all. Mm. They're all horrible. Mm. There's something fascinating, and I guess it's why we're all obsessed with I don't know you know there's a film about to come out about Venus and Serena Williams's dad there is something fascinating about people that have sort of sacrificed everything in life to yes. to to work on this thing and become brilliant and become great at yes. the expense I have all. less patience with it so maybe I'm getting nicer what do you mean you have less patience well I mean in other words you find it less interesting yes in other words the interesting thing about Emma 
Radu Kanu, is that Yeah, yeah, of? yeah. So she, she speaks Mandarin. That would, I found much more interesting that she was a really good tennis player. She's that good player. at tennis. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but she, well, we don't know, I don't know enough no, about her no, story she had yet. To come out. Mm. Yeah, whereas mm. with the Williams sisters, you know, and you know well, they, they have were this driven. dad, and they sort of, that was the, from. Are they frightened of their dad? Well, we'll find out when we see the movie. Oh, I see. Will Smith is playing the dad. Oh, my God. Um, uh, yeah. Well, re- he's not going to play somebody nasty. Well, this might be his... Bre- I don't... I honestly, I, I honestly <laughs> don't break know. break into nastiness. Yeah. But I realised the other day, I'm really... I read a book by a ballerina who was in the New York City Ballet. City Ballet is yeah. that what it's called? And I was like, God, I am completely fascinated by these... I'm quite fascinated by ballerinas as well. There's something about the... Oh, <coughs> There's something about that sort of sacrifice and dedication that yes. there is that sort of wows me. Yes. Probably in quite a naive way of kind of putting them on a pedestal. No, it is very complicated, um, isn't it? You can live like that or you can live a much broader Happier life. Because mm. mm. that's what's actually, what's interesting is the kind of, the ending which could be seen as redeeming Fletcher's monstrous behaviour in that he made him great. Yes. But... But you do also go, but still, wouldn't it be better if he was happy? Like, still, well, wouldn't he... he makes Fletcher happy at the end. Fletcher's smiling at him at the end. No, as in Miles, the kid. Yes. Wouldn't it be better... The kid is miserable. Well, or he gets to where he wants to get to. I don't know. You can't... The truth is, the film deals with both of them. Well, the conversation at the dinner table, when they talk about... I couldn't hear it very well. Oh, for Christ's sake. So I'm old and it's going The down. conversation at the dinner table, he says, is it Charlie Parker or somebody yeah. else who's, who died of a heroin overdose when he was 30, but is considered great? Yeah. And Miles Teller says, I would rather die of a, heroin addict, of a heroin overdose at 30, but have people talking about me at a dinner table. Charlie Parker died in the arms of Hannah Rothschild's aunt. Anna Rothschild is Stephen's friend, <laughs> FYI. Posh gossip. Um, posh gossip. Well, Miles Teller says he'd rather die at 30 yes. from heroin, and we assume being quite miserable. Well, that's the sort of James Dean view of life, isn't it? Die young. Yeah, and everybody else at the table goes, that's ridiculous. Roger, Wouldn't you rather be... Roger Mc... The one who was in the scaffold, the poet. Roger McGough. Yeah. He wrote a poem about dying young. And not wanting to be an old man. No, there's a difference between... Let me die a young man's death. James Dean died accidentally. You don't know, do you? Well, we don't know. Yes, of course. Car crash. Yes. And a heroin overdose, we assume the person wasn't the happiest soul. I don't think Charlie Parker was the happiest soul. Exactly. So if you're miserable... a genius. If you're Mm. miserable and a genius, would you rather be miserable and a genius? Yes. My goodness, that one film can throw up these... Gigantic questions. The one film can throw out these gigantic questions. Um, all right. Do we have any other? Do we have any other? Oh, Jason. So Jason Reitman was really involved in this. Yes. So he was the one. He exec produced it or produced it. Yes, and it was produced by a man I know called Jason Bloom. Yeah, it's a Bloom house. Whom I didn't. I didn't. I, I. Jason Bloom asked me to do a film, and I got to know him. And indeed, he makes horror films. He makes he made that very very good horror film Get Out. called Get Out, yeah. And then he did a TV series with Russell Crowe that I did an episode of. And yeah, I, I like that. I the really like. Yeah, I really liked uh, Jason, and I hadn't known he'd. I mean, I was I thought, oh my goodness, I should have told him how wonderful I thought it was. Whiplash. Mm. Um, so Jason 
Bloom, Blum, how Bloom. are you pronouncing this man's name? Bloom. But, that was an art dealer. Yeah. Jason Reitman. Yeah, Ivan Reitman's son. Ivan Reitman's son, who made Juno, starring J.K. Simmons. Yes. He's like best friends with J.K. Simmons, I think. They're mates. He's in all his movies. Well, well done him. Well done him for putting mm. him in. Um, mm. uh, yeah, he was the one, I think, who was like... Pushing it. Pushing it. And then Bloomhouse had originally said, obviously, we can't do this because it's not a horror movie. And then somehow it got, went all full circle. Well, then this 15-minute film turned up and then people started Everyone offering them, went, the money appeared. Mm. This is really mm. good. Mm. Um, I mean, it's a, good, it's a good story with a happy ending. A happy ending? Well, he made a really good film. You've got, you know. Oh, the story yes. of the film. Is, yes. I thought you were saying that... No, the, no, no. The making of the film had a happy ending. Yeah, everybody won an Oscar and well, no, went not on that. to They drive. made a good film, that's as far as I'll go. They made a really good film. Yeah. I assume it made a lot more money than it probably cost to make. A lot more, yes. Um, said so on my... Google. I, I googled it. You googled it. What did you learn about it? Almost nothing. They shot it in 19 days. Is that right? Yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, that, it's entirely admirable. It's beautifully shot. It's really beautifully shot. Um, and that's even when you watch the short, this is why I was like, if you didn't know about drumming, it's all the like close-ups on the... Yes. And that's how you get all the tension and suddenly yes. you realise, oh, drumming is the most tense thing mm. any mm. human could ever possibly yeah. do. Mm. Um, La La Land is also about a guy who loves jazz music. This is, is that a right? common theme. In I couldn't, a... I, I, perhaps I should look at it again. No, it's a completely different vibe, and mm. I don't think that you would like it. Other than it is still, it is a sort of celebration of old Hollywood in a way that you. Well, might that's what I was always told, but nostalgic. I couldn't see much of that going on in it. Um, and they're both. I think it just wasn't for people of my age. I mean, I never bore it any malice. No. I just thought this is not. Um... Everyone turned on it. Everyone got quite angry with it. Why? Because it was sort of. Everyone, it was lauded. Is that the right word? That never helped. Yeah, if it had just gone under the gra- underground, yeah, everyone it, would have ignored the, it. The praise, but it was lauded, never helped, and then obviously no. everyone started going. Hold on a minute, the woman character is is completely secondary in the man story, and it's very white, and it's very male, and it's very. And then obviously, do you know what happened at the Oscars? It got it, announced it, it, as the best. Warren Beatty said the said wrong the film. Wrong film. Mm, yes. Um, and so it's sort of ha- it now in my head. I'm like, oh, everyone kind of is furious with La La Land. Mm. Um, but I watched it again. I saw it in the cinema and then I watched it again thinking, oh, I bet I don't like it as much. And I still loved it. was quite a sucker for it. Yeah. Did it make you cry? It does make me cry. <laughs> It does make me cry. I remember watching Singing in the Rain with your brother. And he said, oh, this is great, except when they sing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was slightly missing Frankie, the point. <laughs> I, slightly, I slightly feel a bit like that. In La La, in La La Land, I just want them to talk. Yeah, I don't, I don't tend to go in for a lot of singing and dancing around. Um, but no, you can very much see... And then we saw Ryan Gosling in the L.A. We saw Ryan Gosling in the airport. In the airport. It was really exciting. There he you was are. with all his cool mates and I was with my dad. <laughs> it's the story of your life. Who were his cool mates? I don't know, but they looked really cool. Um, uh, it was one of the most exciting God. moments of my whole life. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. He was sat on the chair, like, up on the chair, like, with his feet on the chair. 
and he was like the coolest kid in high school. Had he won the Oscar the night before? No, I don't think he's won an Oscar. I don't I think don't he's know. ever won an Oscar. He's really good. Deprived. He has charisma for days. No, good for him. He was always a good actor. He's mm. a really good actor. And then, but then he was in the first first man film. The, and that's not the so third. good. Well, I think I think some people liked it. I didn't love it. Um, uh, it's almost the you know once you've made whip, you're just going oh we're well, never gonna you're ne-. that was sort of uh, it's a hard one to top. It was lightning quite. in a bottle. Like oh lightning in a bottle yes yeah anyway well done him um well done Damien Chazelle yes absolutely um, my God he's talented he's very very mm. talented um, why hasn't he made more films well I assume he's now I mean it's been it's been a pandemic you, for a couple of years oh I see so <laughs> well he, he made so he made Whiplash then he made La La Land then he made First Man I imagine he's doing something else working fine. on something I don't think I should worry about him I don't think we should worry about him Miles Teller was meant to be in La La Land and he I think he ditched him for Ryan Gosling what a rat I know and then Ryan Gosling was also in the, then the first man one yeah. so he obviously yeah mm. Miles Teller's been dumped dumped a little bit see they all have their flaws they all have their flaws you were, um, you were hoping he'd be perfect no, and I feel like Miles Teller could sh- is still now needs unknown. to do n- not unknown, needs but he needs to mm, suddenly do he's something. Very, he was very, very good. I, yeah. d- I had no idea. Does he remind you? T- do you think he has the quality of Elvis a little bit? No, he oh, reminded right. me of John Cusack. Ah, that's interesting. Mm. I always think there's something a tiny bit Elvis about his face. My goodness. Well, yes, he's got a, he's got a sort of broken nose. Hasn't he's he? got that, so, yeah. In that way, now you say it, but. Uh, that didn't cross in your that mind. profile, when he's with his girl and there's a two shot in profile, I thought, oh, you look, John Cur- John Cusack could have done this part. John, no, do you think mm. John Cusack's a bit more sweet, flustered, kind of flustered, sweet, mm. sweet. Miles Teller's quite like manly in a boy yes. in a yes. boy's body. I mean, the whole thing is sort of a. Relation, it's just sort of about them and their kind of this yes. completely twisted, psychotic mm. relationship. Well, it's a very, very concentrated film, and um, you know, it's not really shot naturalistically. Yeah, the whole thing almost feels a bit it's like bonker, yeah, like a sort of psychotic sort of nightmare, yes. mm. yeah, mm. fevered dream, yes. Um, uh, but I think, yeah, it's and all the, these shots of blood. When he does, he does his hands on the on the symbols, and then he's he puts his hand into a big mug. Oh yeah, mm. and also when he and when he when he crashes the car. When he crashes the car, which apparently Damien Chazelle was really in a car crash, although no, it was during shooting. Um, and also when he cries, and and J.K. Simmons is like, "Are you a one tear kind of a guy?" or whatever he says. Um, I mean, J.K. Simmons improvise it. Is that improvised? I or? don't think that it was. So apparently, in the short, he also says the um, the line something about "fuck you like a pig." Yeah, he says that. He says something like that, and then they used it in the real film, but he wouldn't say it again, possibly because so they he was took like, it, "This is too." So they, I think, they, they took, took it, it from, from the, the <laughs> from the short, and it's off camera that he says it. Um, so I assume these lines were. Yes, fed he, to him, 
Um, I'm sure he's probably a lovely, sweet man. Even actually in all the yeah, in all the roles he'd done before that, not all of them. So he was in this show called Oz that Frankie loved, and I think he played like a neo-Nazi. Um, I wonder why. Yeah, and then since then he'd been in lots of Jason Reitman's movies, yes. like playing Juno's dad, and, being um, a very sweet, unassuming, nice guy. He's in Coen Brothers films, isn't he? Yeah, and but so I think when he did whiplash we'd seen him being a nice man and I then remember suddenly... scott rudin if you're allowed to mention his name no we um no you're not oh, well, I, mean, I remember what? him telling me about him he's phenomenal he does have a lot of it for free his face and his bald head and like the lines yes, on no, his no, no. face are just extraordinary yes. visuals very 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 expressive yeah and mm. he's always in a black t- he's always in a black t-shirt mm. isn't he yes um he's absolutely terrifying um all right we're going to wrap it up. Guys, if you haven't seen it, we strongly recommend... You we're watch, doing very well. You All three with, films I've really liked. Yeah, we're purposely doing Oh, that's right, because I don't want to talk about films I don't like. Oh, stupid me. Stephen doesn't want to talk about films he doesn't like. He's like, this is such a weird coincidence. I really, I really like all these films. Yes, well, it's very nice to have seen three such good films. Yeah. Um... Uh, Alright, yeah, so we recommend Whiplash. It's currently on iPlayer, so if you pop on your iPlayer, you can watch it for free. Now's your chance. Um, now's your chance. Um, what also, does that mean? The BBC put it on? It must mean, yeah, it's on It's on BBC at some point and then it stays on iPlayer for a while afterwards. Um, so pop it on. It's a hundred minutes of uh, exquisite... Excitement. Excitement. Mm, yes. um, great filmmaking. Alright, thanks everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks very much for listening. If you liked it, please leave a review. All the encouragement we can get needed. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.